Hardies podcast. I am the Hooked Hardy, Cami Clements, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Carrie. Say hi, Carrie. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and we have a real treat for you today. We are talking to the man himself, the star of this weekend's mystery, the Chronicle Mystery, Mr. Benjamin Ayers. Hi, Ben. Hello. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for coming on. We know that your time is very valuable, so we appreciate it a lot. I, I, I love, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Like I said, I'm in the middle of a lockdown, so I got lots of time on my hands. Nothing but time. <laughs> Nothing but time over here. <laughs> so do you usually, do you usually go by Ben or do you usually go by Benjamin? Which, ben. Which is, ben? It was, okay. You know what? My mom calls me Benjamin years, such a long time ago. The first show I was on, called J-Pod. It was the first TV show I booked. And, uh, you know, the, the opening credits would say Ben Ayers. And she's like, why don't you have your real name? You are <laughs> Benjamin Ayers. And I just was like, wow, that actually kind of affects her. So from then on, I just changed it kind of for her so she could see it in print as Benjamin Ayers. But everybody calls uh, me Ben. That's me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Precious. I love that. Yeah. I think it's very sweet that you would change your screen name just to please your mother. That just to please my mom and my grandma. You know, my grandma lives in a nursing home and here uh, in, in, in British Columbia. I'm in Ontario, but she's in British Columbia and Kamloops, which is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And they don't, they don't get the Hallmark Channel. So after every one of my movies premiere, I then reach out to Hallmark and they send her a DVD so she can watch it. And they do Saturday viewings and everybody gets together. And last time I was there, my mom's like, yeah, so we're gonna go see grandma. And I think, she, I think she's, uh, she's got something planned. And I was like, oh, okay, what does that mean planning? We get there, she's printed out a bunch of photos of me and <laughs> all of the women are in the waiting room and they're, they're having like tea and I, and I just wasn't expecting it. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. It basically yeah. turned into like a nursing home convention for me. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, coming in, asking questions. It was like, That's what is Ali Sweeney like in real life? You know, it was awesome. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that is amazing. That, uh, is, that would be, that would make my day, I think. Listen, it's, it's why, it's basically why I do these movies, you know? I do these for her and them. Aww. Oh, cool. I uh, I noticed that you and Ali Sweeney are represented by the same company that and you have the same manager that must be pretty convenient. <laughs> I, I, I'll even tell you how that how that played out. Um, I was I was looking for some new management and Craig and I had become friends on set and I was like, hey, you know, if there's anybody at your firm that you think, you know, be interested in looking at me. And he's like, yeah, you know, there'd probably be a conflict of interest if I took you on. I said, yeah, of course, that's not really kind of what I was asking, but- Because like, yeah, he was me. an executive producer, correct? Yeah, he's, he's an EP on the show. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of went away and he came back the next day and he goes, I don't know why I said conflict of interest. You know what? I'm the one who wants to represent you. So don't worry about taking all these meetings. Let's just go out for dinner. We'll talk about it. And I was like, this, I just, it's, it's much better for me to be with Craig. I love Craig. I, I know him really well. And yeah, he represents both Allie and I and Dolph Lundgren. So. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how you got bitten by the acting bug. Did it kind of find you or did you go in search of it? What, what's your, what's your uh, acting story? Well, it's probably a bit of both. I mean, you know, did high school theater. Loved yep. it, realized, oh, this is actually really fun. You know, I was fully the sports guy. 
but really enjoyed being on stage and you know being in that moment getting a laugh we did a lot of comedy sketch comedy stuff i had a, a comedy troupe for a while and but i didn't know from at least where i'm from kamloops that it was something you could do for a living so i thought maybe i'd become a drama teacher or maybe do theater uh and then i you know started to work on a golf course actually and i was i was going to become a golf course superintendent that's kind of the path i was on <laughs> and then which i love it's a great job i love yeah. golf you're outside you're you start at five in the morning you're done by one you like golf memberships all over the world you're working with your hands you're outside you get the winters off pays well it's very creative as well so it was a job that's kind of where i saw myself going yeah and then this this one actor came to camelops from vancouver and put on a workshop for film and television and somebody told me about it and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I might just go take it just to see what that would be all about. And, uh, you know, I took a class and it kind of was ongoing for a while. And after the first class, he just pulled me aside and said, you know, if, if this is something you're considering, I think you could do quite well at it. I can help you get an agent in Vancouver. And I was like, an agent? What is that even? Wow, I want an agent. It's a magic word. How do you get an agent? It's, it's, it's sort of ridiculous now, but at the time, I didn't, didn't you know, how do you get an agent? I thought you had to move to Hollywood. So nice. the idea of Vancouver, <laughs> I would drive four hours to audition to Vancouver and four hours back home. Like I would borrow my grandma's car, drive four hours, audition <laughs> for a, an XL gum commercial, turn around, drive four hours home. It's like coffee, coffee, coffee. And, and I did that for a while. And then uh, I decided it was something I really wanted to pursue and move, move to Vancouver after traveling for a very long time. I, I needed to get out of the small town as much as I loved Kamloops. I need, I needed to kind of find myself, you know, mm -hmm. I thought I've watched the movies about finding yourself. And I was like, I need to get out. I need to, I need to go do that. And I traveled for four years. And when I got back, moved straight to Vancouver, started at an acting school there and started bartending and auditioning and, you know, and worked my way up, I guess, you know, and just, just continued to work. And yeah. No shortcuts, That's, right? There's no shortcuts. There. There's no shortcut. I, you know, I love the question. How do you do it? Like, like, how does one become an actor? How do you get to here? And I'd say every, I remember it was great. I was, I was with another actor working on a show and, and, and a crew member's son came to set and he wanted to talk about acting. And he asked us like, you know, what advice do you have mm -hmm. for somebody who wants to get into acting? And he said, well, the advice I can give you is move to the Northwest Territories sure. to, okay, to a small little town where hardly anybody lives, where there's be a small little theater community mm -hmm. and go work at that theater community and, and do plays there. And in hopes that a casting director from Vancouver appears and sees you and then he goes on this long and I'm listening to him going, I would not give that, but what he was saying is that's how he got in. So oh, his was so random, right? And I'm like, right, so that worked for him. For me, something completely different. And as, if it's something you know you want, I always say you're going to have to end up in Vancouver, Toronto, Los Angeles, or New York. You have to take acting class. Best to go to theater school. And I always say at least do theater. That's where the craft really exists. And that's where you find out if you really love it. And yeah. getting to tell this, the same story over and over again from beginning to end with that arc and getting to go in and find the nuances of it um, it's just a much different beast than film and TV. So anyway, there is no I direct say path. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that walking on the sidewalk and being discovered by somebody is not, 
it is not the story actually not, is, but you, i remember those stories I, I can literally remember like in camels if i saw like a limousine which you'd never see i'd be like that's a hollywood producer maybe out looking for me <laughs> you had the dream in your heart yeah. <laughs> so you just recently had a birthday happy birthday thank you very birthday. much yes how did how did you celebrate um, well, I, every year I get a spa day from the girls. So they paint my nails. I've got two daughters Love it. and we, st we start with getting the nails painted. I get little massages. They make me teeth. Uh, Isadora, well, my, my eldest, she's like, I made daddy coffee, which means coming down and turning the button on, which right. I got ready the night before. So she made me coffee. Uh, we went ice skating. We did, uh, we did takeout that night. We did some Mexican food and got a really nice bottle of tequila, watched a movie. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I hope they weren't joining you with that tequila. You Not know? the tequila. <laughs> they didn't make, when they, he doesn't do that yet. Ask them to make him a drink. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, you did, the, you did the coffee. Now go get the margarita ready. Right, Let's right. go, kiddos. Yeah. Let's graduate here to a little that's right. different drink. Oh, that's that. Those are really good birthdays. Just fill the, a family. Well, I mean, the old, you know, if you don't, I mean, the older you get, the, the birthdays don't really mean that much, but kids love special days so much. And it's they, daddy's birthday is coming up. Daddy's birthday is coming up. So, you know, the days leading up to it are so exciting. And then it's the day of, and they're just so excited and constantly singing happy birthday and hugging and kissing. And it's like, it's the best. It's are you going to deny them that? You know? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's so sweet too, to see your kids start to want to express their love and their appreciation oh, for you. So when your birthday comes and they do something special, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm all for right. that. Yeah. yeah. I love That's it. Awesome. Yeah, me well, too. Happy birthday. No, well, thank you. So can you, can you pick a favorite Hallmark project that you have been involved in? That's a hard, that's, that's a hard one, you know. What about um, a favorite non-Hallmark? Can you, can you pick a favorite Hallmark and a favorite non-Hallmark? Well, non-Hallmark, I'd, I'd have to say Saving Hope just because it was, a, it was a great experience. It's a hard one too. J-Pod was a great one for me because it was the first time I got to be a series regular on a show. We're all still really good friends. My very close castmate, who was also one of the regulars, you guys would know, Amelia Ullerup. Yeah, oh, we're very familiar with Amelia. So, <laughs> Amelia and I, you know, so we, we have been trying to figure out a way, like, we're going to do a movie at yeah. some point in the coming years, you know? So we're like, we got to try to coordinate where we can get one done. So right now, like yesterday, I was like, let's try to get one in the spring or something like that, because she's in Vancouver right now. So... You know, we, we're looking forward to, to getting to work together because we've got a, you know, we've been doing it a long time, all the way back to that show. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was a great first experience as being a regular and getting to tell a story over a long, a long period of time, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, you know, I have to choose. I have to choose my favorite Hallmark movie. And it might, it might be, and again, I could, I could, I could pick each one for different reasons, but it might have to be right. Cran Cranberry Christmas because it was just so unique in that I didn't know Nikki at all before, but we, we, we had to come into that out of, out of, you know, the coronavirus with the masks and it was a very intense experience. So the yeah. experience itself is so special because we were able to pull something off. We were one of the first ones back. And I love to say that because everybody who shot a movie last year 
says this. We were one of the first ones back. I don't think anybody had been back until we did it. We paved the way um, for everybody else to do it. So I'm sure you've heard that quote, but it's my favorite thing to also say. So we were the first ones back and we really helped the industry kind of come back, you know, and jumpstart. So uh, yeah, that that was a, that was a, it was a great movie and uh, I really enjoyed working. It really was. That was so fun. And in the fall, when the Cranberry Christmas promotionals, the official promotionals were coming up and we were seeing those, it was so exciting. You on your Instagram account started to produce these fake promotionals. <laughs> you yeah. Me? Like, those were so hilarious with you and Nikki Deloge. And you just, <laughs> I don't, what was the inspiration behind that? Because I don't feel like you've done that for every project you've done, but there was something unique. Uh, well, it may, I didn't, and I, so I don't understand how scheduling works over there, and I don't know what's the, you know, when's the best to have your movie premiere, but Cranberry Christmas premiering on Halloween, kind of, <laughs> I didn't understand it, so I was like, why are we premiering on Halloween, Cranberry Christmas, I, and then also, I was like, wow, they're starting. A man October after 30, my 30. own heart, yes, so, I agree. So I, so I was like, well, let's at least make it a little more fun, and, you know, Ali will also say to me, like, are you manipulating our posters? Because sometimes, I, you know, I just go in and because I know how to do it. I'm, I, I can edit. I can, you know, I can do all that stuff. And, I, and I've made a lot of stuff like that before. So I, I'm good at making little content things. And um, it started with one and I sent it to, to, to Nikki because I just thought it was funny. And she was killing herself. And she posted it before I even said, you know, what are you thinking about posting this? And then it, you know, everybody loved it. So then I, then I couldn't stop. So then I just kept making silly little ones. And then it was the face swap. Uh. (laughs) The face swap was awesome. And then there was one that I thought was so funny. You were like, it was a a fake commercial, I guess, but it was like Nikki Deloche, Nikki Deloche, Nikki Deloche. And this guy, (laughs) (laughs) you could just poking fun at yourself like, this guy, guy. who is this guy? Really? And it also, and I was, and I was laughing because so, Nikki finished Cranberry Christmas, yeah. got in a car, drove to Winnipeg, shot Sweet Autumn Harvest. Right, what, Sweet right? Autumn. Sweet Autumn. Sweet Autumn. Sweet Autumn Harvest Apple Festival with <laughs> Andrew. And that aired before ours. And I'm like, yeah. oh, turnaround time. So, it, and I joked, I'm like, it's the Nikki Deloach month because then there was some other movie that she was on. So then I, I just, I thought that that was funny. It's Nikki Deloach, it's Nikki Deloach, playing Nikki Deloach in the Nikki Deloach Hallmark Nikki Deloach Fest. Yeah, that was <laughs> and this guy. That was um, so funny, Ben. I, I loved it. it well, like- and, it's be, and it's also like, it's classic too. Like, it's like, I'm recognizable enough to know, people are like, I know you from something, but I don't know what. So you don't know who knows my name. And then, and then you say, Saving Hope, no. No, like Not some him. Hallmark movies, no. No. Oh, you look like my brother's friend or something. And then, and then it is sometimes it is Hallmark or it's such a, it's it's funny. It was so, it was so funny. And I think it did more for me to anticipate Cranberry Christmas than the actual Hallmark, like emotionals and stuff. (laughs) I was excited. It was awesome. Well, were you you a little bit disappointed and you're like, wait, this is actually just a Hallmark Hallmark Christmas movie. (laughs) This isn't a Halloween movie. No. Oh wait, when is he gonna put on that Jason mask? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. We joke about that. You know, there's so many Christmas movies 
um, starting at Halloween through Christmas that we you just get to the point where you really miss a good murder, you know? Like, yeah. I, right. I just, where's a murder here? Why well, can't somebody die? When, right. you know, they should have, Friday night should be the murder mystery, or movies, I always call it murders and mysteries. And they're like, it's movies and mysteries, not murder. Movies what, and mysteries. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> Hallmark murders and mysteries. Like, I think it's movies and mysteries. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that that would be a very good title for Hallmark. <laughs> no, no, you're right. So speaking of Nikki, we've got a little co-star rapid fire question for you. So okay. which, which of your Hallmark co-stars, it's strictly Hallmark, which okay. of your Hallmark co-stars are most likely to blank? All right, are you ready? Okay, okay yeah. <laughs> Okay, so which of your Hallmark co-stars were most likely to prank, prank you? Uh, I sort of feel like I'd have to go with Julie Gonzalo for that one. And <laughs> it's not necessarily it was a pranking, but we, we really would bug each other a lot and make fun of each other in a way that wasn't kind of a lot of like, that was good, but are you going to do it like that? Because you should try it again, like a real person would in that situation, as opposed to the fake acting you're doing. It's interesting. It's called craft, and you should develop something. You know that kind of stuff. <laughs> but like, good, like that's 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 good friendship right there. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff happening. Uh, yeah. So she, she you know, we would bug each other a lot. I think I think it sounds like he instigated that, Carrie. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think he probably led the I don't know. that one and she just retaliated. <laughs> yeah, that was her to me, by the way. Oh, sure. oh. That wasn't me to her. That was her to me. And I'm just going, I can try again. Yes, please. Hey, can I have one more, please, for, for Julie? Yeah. Awesome. All right. So would any of them, who was the most likely to burst out laughing right before the kiss? Me, no. Uh, <laughs> I got his, uh, you know, the one with um, Rachel, probably because we knew each other so well before. Um, Blue Ridge well, Mountain Christmas. Yeah, Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, and we got a case of the giggles right before. <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a hard scene to shoot that one. We were running out of time. It was sort of like one of those, you have one takes. We're like, okay, it was great, moving on. And you're like, was it good? Um, and, you know, and probably because we couldn't stop laughing and it just, we got, we got the giggles. Um, <laughs> so that one in particular, I remember, I can remember it being a laughy kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to Who, find it and go watch it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We got to watch that scene now. Who always wanted to run lines between scenes? Oh, I'm happy to say we all love running lines. Um, Good. Yes, I, 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 that would be an unfortunate situation to have an actress say, I'd rather not. And <laughs> yeah, then just turn away. Like, we love to run lines. And especially the speed at which these film, it's best to not, you know. And, you know, and, you know we're lucky enough to, oftentimes, to be able to make tweaks where we need to. Mm -hmm. And that requires massaging right before you go out. So... There's a lot of, you know, I was thinking last night's and this is and that's and the director and the writer and producers and we all get together and that scene later. So you kind of have to be running it um, uh, throughout the day. I think you just have to be. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So who is most, who was most likely to, I don't know, be the mother hen, have, a, have those mother hen tendencies, fix your clothes, fix your hair. 
<laughs> I mean, it's I laugh because it's Nikki. I mean, Nikki is the, just on set. Yeah, is, that that fits. That I, I got to tell you, there there was a moment on Cranberry Christmas where uh, we were on stage. So that that moment when we're on stage and uh, we're it's the light, the, the, you know, the, the the tree lighting ceremony, and there's the little town there to right. go. It's COVID, so we can't have too many people. But they had a family come with kids. And she's just constantly waving at the kids and just so warm with the kids and waving. And then at some point she's like, oh, I'm just, it's, it's so special that they've been here and I'm just so happy for them. I, I picked up some items for them, just some toys for them to play with. And just, you know, I bought them little gifts. And I was like, you bought them gifts? Because yeah, just- They're not your- Yeah, not your kids. I'm like, where? She's just Toys R Us. I just, just went down and got, I'm like, you left set and went, she goes, no, I just got the driver. I just gave him some money. and said, this is kind of what we want. And we kind of went back and forth. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, right. <laughs> you know, that's that's Nikki. I didn't even think of that. I'm just like, hey, guys, you know, you're having fun. Make them laugh. And she's off buying them. Yeah, anyway, it's like, it was beautiful and, and such a oh. touching, you know, that I kind of it. encapsulates Nikki to me. Very cool. I had I had the great pleasure of interviewing her once. And she was just she was phenomenal. I, I could talk to her all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who would stay in character after cut was called? I'm still in character from the first job I ever got. So been, <laughs> I'm going on 21 years of playing cowboy and Jay. Uh, um, you know, nobody stays in character. I'm um, thank Thank the Lord, nobody's Daniel Day Lewising themselves out here in the Hallmark movies. Just like, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. I'm having a moment. I'll be here in the corner. I'm in the corner, Daniel. Yeah. That would be horrible. Would it be would. Nice. It's like, okay, well, I'll be over here eating. Yeah. Eating. Well, what about who is who's mo most likely to pull out a snack in between and join you in that eating? Uh, you know, I don't know if it's in their contract, but all, all the female leads in these Hallmark movies develop this incredible relationship with their driver. And it's like the snacks that get brought to them and the food and the little treats and the things and the little frappuccinos. And the, yes. Anyway, I, you know, it's like, oh, Bob just picked it up on the way. And I'm like, I gotta get my, Jeff is not doing that for me. I mean, we're listening to ACDC on the drive-in, but I'm not getting little treats throughout the day. Um, so I gotta work on that. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. All so the all the female leads. All the okay. females. Yeah. Yummy little <laughs> treats. Well, oh, you have you have worked with so many fun people. It's so fun to hear these uh kind of behind the scenes stories that that you're sharing with us. So thanks for that. You're um, welcome. We we yeah, we're looking forward to more, but we've we've come up with our own like dream co-star for you or someone who would like to see you work with next. And of course, because it's a Hallmark podcast, we're thinking Hallmark. Hallmark stars here. Okay. Um, so we kind of should I say mine first, or you want to do yours? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Let's let's have him say it first. <laughs> okay. Tyler Hines. <laughs> I gotta get some Heinies. The Heine. The Heine. I mean. Are you a Heine? Are you? I'm a Heine. So I've known Tyler for a long time. Tyler used to be on Saving Hope. And, oh, uh, okay. So I, I knew, I've known him for a while. I haven't been in touch in a while. I'll see him at the TCAs and stuff. Yeah. But I, I know, I thought that, I just think that's funny. Tyler and I, we, we made a joke on Twitter about doing a, 
I forget it was some beach movie and uh, <laughs> a Canadian behind is like that. Yeah, the Canadian beach movie. Amazing. <laughs> we just want to take a break from the show just to have a little check-in before we go on in the show. So we actually want to talk about our sponsor for this week, um, BetterHelp. Uh, in 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about your mental health, about your happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It can make us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now. Maybe you need some tools to help. Maybe you've got stress, insecurity, problems in your relationship, um, aren't not dealing well with things going on in your life. And that's what therapy can be. And whatever you need, don't be ashamed because normal humans struggle and they start to feel better and that's okay. It's good to start to feel better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers you video, phone, or a live chat session with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. The good thing is BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Hallmarkies Podcasts. And listeners can get 10% off of their first month of better at betterhelp.com slash Hallmarkies. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hallmark Keys. So before we go head first into, uh, into help to death, we just wanted to do something fun that has been kind of a fun thing that we've done with a few other actors, and that is to rank your movies, rank your Hallmark movies. Okay. And so the one thing that we always disclaim is, and this is why we only do the one actor at a time is we love all of them, but we love some more than others. So something's got to be last, right? Something (laughs) has to be last. They're all 10 out of 10, but some of them aren't quite. They're just a little more 10 than the other. Some of them are just 11. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) I get that. All right, so you've had five leading roles if you clump Chronicle Mysteries together. Okay. You've, had, you've had five leading roles. And so yeah. Carrie, what's what's your number five? My number five is Love by Chance. Okay. Fantastic movie. I've just, uh, you know, ha- something has to be number five. Love by Chance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. My mine is actually up to this point. Mine is actually Chronicle Mysteries. I've just I'm I'm really gunning for more romance. I'm just like, oh, come on, come on, Drew, come on, kiss her, kiss her. Well, you know. You know <laughs> so you know, I gotta say, you know, when when this was originally pitched to me and we talked about it, because oftentimes those um, the murder mysteries, the mysteries on on movies and mysteries. They filmed one, they saw how it aired, and then from there right. they, they, so all of the new ones. We filmed three out of the gate. Right. And at that point, there wasn't any. So we filmed three, and the point was we don't want to make it about the romance. Uh-huh. And we, were, we tried something else, okay? We, we really wanted to try something different, and we didn't want to make it about the will they, won't they. We wanted to make it about the case. Mm-hmm. 
people didn't like that. People want the <laughs> will, Dave. Okay. So that's why we feel confident that we found a really good balance, especially in this one. We did a little bit in the one before and in this one. And I can understand people being like, Drew, come on. But we had to create conflict as to why he wouldn't. So no, of course. we gave yeah. him the truth, truth, you know, well, I'm like, come on, man, do it. But I'm also like, I understand that he's got this daughter and his ex might be coming into the picture again. And there's a lot going on. You know, like he just kind of was unable to see what was right in front of him. And we knew we'd get there, but we didn't want to jump right into it. We kind of yeah. wanted to let that grow. And we thought about it as a series because originally like, you know, let's say we shoot 12 of these. If you come out of the gates with an almost kiss in the first one, then you're going to be playing that beat over and over again. And that's going to be tiresome. <laughs> Right. So let's think of it as a TV series and think about getting there. People didn't love that. They like, get there. Just get there now. I don't have the patience. I will say, though, I love Drew and Kendall. I love their relationship. It is precious. It's so the awesome. Fact, the fact that you haven't been concentrating on the romance as much has allowed that to blossom. And well, and so I think and I think you're cute. right. And it and it's and it's a relationship that people like to see. And it's as you said, a father daughter, and it's family, and it's loving, and and it's and it takes us, it gives us moments outside of the mystery of who done it, and you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, Carrie, what's your number four? Um, my number four is Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas. Me so, too. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're there. Yeah. <laughs> now, now okay. did rank, Ben, did you rank these? Well, I would, I would say that I agree with both of you so far. Okay. I might not put Chronicles at the bottom. I would not put Chronicles at the bottom. Um, I don't know if I put Love by Chance. Blue Ridge was difficult. It was difficult because the script was one way and then it was another way. And uh, it went another way very quickly. That's um, hard to do with such a quick turnaround. To do. It's a quick turnaround and the obstacle of will they, won't they kind of became a little boring. Like, is he going to sell the barn or not? Right. Yeah. That, okay. that, was, that was hard, right? yeah. So, and then now it's just about the barn. And ultimately at the end, and I think that's what made the kiss hard was, it was like, I kind of feel like what we should do is shake hands and be like, this has been a pleasant, uh, <laughs> you know, like the, we, this, let's be business partners and continue on. Uh, it just so didn't, so I kind of felt like it almost, we didn't need it. It was a bit like, and that's the end of the movie, kiss me, and the camera comes up and we're out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So some of the things, but the experience of making it was awesome because Rachel yeah. and I know each other really well and we had so right. much fun. And, and the, the amount of time between action and cut is quite small. The rest of the time is hanging out and, you know, making each other laugh and having a good time. So, right. you know, we did our best, you know, and not to fault any, you know, the writer or anything. It, it just, something happened and it was quick. It just yeah. became something that it wasn't originally. Right. And sometimes that happens. Um, yep. Well, but, that, you know, a lot of people still love it. And yeah, yeah. a lot of people like Inns. Yeah, a lot of people like inns. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off, Carrie. What was that? Oh, no, I was just going to say that's that's good insight into that movie because it still is a very enjoyable Christmas film, you know, with two people yeah. that you just love to watch and, and it's fun. But sometimes you do want them to just end with a handshake. And yeah. that was a good way to put that. I didn't. Yeah, I was a bit, was a, I remember thinking like, Okay, so should we can we can we can do this business together? And that if there was a second movie, that's when the kiss would come, you know? Right. A bit like, right. A little like, okay, pal. Okay, I'll see you. A little orange <laughs> hug or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. funny. 
funny. Now that All I say right. that, that, that might have been better. It might have been better just to give a hug, give a hug, and then go to pull away, and then be like, and then kind of maybe do it, and then you're not too sure, and then you're like, oh, are they or aren't they? And then it just that that would have been a good shot. That yeah. would have been a really good. Darn shot. it, too late. See, we moved too fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, number three, Carrie. Okay, number three. My number three is Chronicle Mysteries. I really am I'm enjoying these. I am so excited for this fifth one to see where they go and to just have another installment of this. She's uh, a murder buff. <laughs> yes. I'm not like murder buff. I'm not Allison Sweeney, but right. I do enjoy these. Hallmark you love movies. people being murdered. Okay, I get it. Lots of people have lots of other. <laughs> Such a murder buff. I like when people die <laughs> and they're trying to figure out who killed them. Right. <laughs> that's not only a murder buff. I mean, that, let's not say that. I just, I like, I can't wait for your shirt. Just, I'm a murder buff. <laughs> <laughs> murder Nothing buff over here. here. Yeah. To murder. Um, yeah. I, my, my two and three are completely interchangeable. I could not choose. I was like, I do not know which one I like better. So I have a tied for two. So <laughs> my, my tide for two is Love by Chance and Falling for Vermont. Love by Chance was the first one that I saw you in. And I just thought that your character was so charming, so patient. I love Brenda Strong too. Oh my God. And so, just, so just watching you being set up, but then you really did like her and then telling mom, you gotta back off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that, it, that was the, one of the funnest ones to to play, to be honest, because I kind of got the two sides of it. So there, there was just more conflict yeah. for him and obstacles, and and Brenda was amazing. Like, she, you know, we've become good friends since that. You know, as as same with with Bo, but Brenda was so fun to play with. And you know, there are a few people that are like, I think you and Brenda had more chemistry. <laughs> on, I kind of wanted them to get together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the b side of the dvd is well yeah exactly <laughs> flip it over and there's yeah. uh the murder buff side so what happened <laughs> was just... <laughs> my favorite yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, and then falling for vermont just seeing you as a dad and then putting the dad feelings into I mean, not just a doctor, not just a love interest. You really put the two of them together in a really unique way that just meshed. You were literally concerned for her as your patient, but you also had a very big attraction to her. And you walked that line really, really well. So yeah, I could, I could not pick a, a number two or a number yeah, three. I, no, these, I are tied. these are tied. <laughs> so. Right on. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good script. Sometimes, you know, it, it all also boils down to a really good script, you know, and that yeah. one, I'd really enjoyed that script right from when I started reading it. Um, Michael did a great job. He developed that one, uh, mm -hmm. Michael Larkin, the producer I worked with. And uh, yeah, and Julie, you know, like just look in her big lost eyes and she's just, you know, confused. she's just so awesome. It was so fun to work with her. That's great. You know? Well, that's that's my number two of yours. Yeah, that's her number two. <laughs> so, okay, so <laughs> considering, I'm only, considering I'm only, I guess we're ranking the only ones. So what do you do with Andrew Walker who's done 127 of these movies? Do you still have to pick just his top five or? It's if funny I you hear. should say that because I've done it. <laughs> with uh, with Andrew, we did a Christmas one and a non-Christmas one. Right. And right. that so yeah, that's what that's what we did. 
and it and it, it turned it turned out pretty well. People liked it, so right that's on. what that's we did. Good. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm assuming the number one based on pardon. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm all done. I'm all done with my number two. Falling for <laughs> she she was she was making a snarky joke. I could tell. <laughs> uh, okay, I like snarky joke. I'm here for the snark. <laughs> snarky murder buff all right okay let's all say the number one together one, absolutely two three cranberry, cranberry christmas, christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh I, can, I i cannot even say how much i loved this movie i mean i'm a very emotional person but i rarely burst out into tears in a hallmark movie and i did <laughs> Did you, at what moment was it the moment the ring the, the ring, ring. oh my gosh i died i died with the ring and then the whole playful thing with the mistletoe and should have hung it up right there darn it you know it just, yeah playing it playing it off very casually but very pointedly it was so so well done and then just the sheer fact that the two of you were married that was such a bold move for hallmark and you know the those of us who are old married people you know we're like hey where are the married couples in these <laughs> right. hallmark movies it was just so bold and it was it was the perfect story of two people falling back in love and yes. learn and learning how to let the other sacrifice for them. You know, it just it oh, it was beautiful. It was it was beautiful. beautiful. I agree, and it was it was so nice. I I couldn't believe when I when I was reading that script, I was like, wait, they're married? Okay, this is already great. And I just <laughs> loved getting to tell that story. I mean, so often we're, you know in our thirties and forties playing 20 year olds kind of that are like falling in love for the first time. Like, Ooh, this is all the butterflies and the thing and the first kiss. And it's like, it was nice to be well past that, as you said, yeah. and you're married and going through the difficulties of it. And um, you know, being married is hard and yet you still really love the person you're with. And there are, as you said, there's still a lot of obstacles to overcome in that situation. And especially when you both aspire to so much more and you want to support each other's dreams. Right. And, you know, it was just a dream for me to get to do that with Nikki because, you know, she she really understands the movies and that network and how to shape it. And, you know, it was the first time I did a read through with an actor where we didn't I was like, OK, we're just going to get together and run the script. And we get there with LL and Ryan, our producer and LL's beautiful house in Vancouver and uh, I was expecting to just read every scene, just kind of go through and do a read through of the script and then have some wine and just chat and get to know everybody. And we didn't read it at all. We went through every scene and talked and just, and just spoke about our intentions, what we want, the thing, what the scene's about. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like, this is really great Deep. <laughs> for us to get to do because usually this is the type of stuff you're going to talk about once you get to set. So it really allowed us to play when we got to set because we had we had really gone through everything we needed to and we knew where each of us were coming from and we solved a lot of of little moments in that um like i remember one in particular you know nikki was like i just it doesn't make any sense why your character would invite pam 
to mm. stay at our house and come to the town when you don't want her there in the thing. And I said, I know it doesn't, I said, unless, and it actually kind of does make sense. Like if we're, if we're, if we're creating her like an Oprah like character, who's a, she's like a movie star personality. Right. I think when you, you kind of get pretty shy and starstruck. So I said, I think if I play that scene starstruck as opposed to frustrated that she's here, it's, it's way more fun and it might be out of character but you don't know how you're going to react. So I'm like, I think I'm just going to play it and say, that's so cool. She came here. Wow. And kind of <laughs> a little silly, you know? And, it, and she's like, that is amazing. So that's how we played it. And it's how we fixed that scene. And, yeah. you know, that, that evening, we, we really found a lot of moments like that throughout. And, you know, it's about finding what's not on the page. And that requires, you know, the real homework. And that, that's what I really admired her for, for diving in, especially, especially for this story, because it required it, because it's not like we needed to, uh, through the course of the film, find chemistry. We had to hit the ground running with the chemistry and, right. and you know, have that buried and have all those private little moments that we can pull up. And, um, you know, we, we created some, some fun backstory and history with each other and, yeah, it was just, it was really fun to get to play, just do actory, you know, theater schooly stuff. It's just fun. Let's do a little bit of research of our own into Chronicle Mysteries. Okay. So what can you, what can you tease? What can you tell us about this upcoming one? Because when we left, when we left the two of you, yes, you were, you were just about to consider I should say you were just about to consider becoming a full-time partner on the podcast a co-host oh and was and I? yeah yeah and you almost kissed her but the dog barking interrupted which that's right tragic <laughs> yes that's right classic yeah <laughs> dog bark. I, I can't yeah. kiss now the dog has barked so <laughs> Doug, oh, because any adult who wants to kiss a beautiful woman is gonna stop when a i'll dog tell you barks. what can deter you from that a dog barking so especially a dog you know well uh but i got the message i knew what he was trying to tell me so um you know i forgot that that's how it ended because i keep thinking you know and i don't even know if that's a question you're gonna have is where do i want to see the character go and I do, I, and I actually you would can? like to see, yeah, I, I kind of want to see, I, I do want to see, I keep meaning to tell Ali that and I forget that he should try his hand at, at the podcasting as well. Yeah, um, and they should kind of be doing it, they should be doing it together. Yeah, she expressly invited him. She said, podcasts do well with two co-hosts, you know, what about, what would you think about it? And, and you, and you said, well, I have a job, I have a daughter, you know, that type of thing. Right. But I'll think about <laughs> Thank it. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're here for. We're here because for, yeah. for you guys to try to keep all of these roles and scripts straight, there's yeah. there's no way. And so <laughs> Yeah, but I for some reason I do remember there being a beat because he, he's always like, I don't want to be because I, I thought that that was fun that he was always like that's the last thing he wants to do. Plus he can't stand technology. He's you know, he likes <laughs> he likes his pen and paper, he's a pen and paper guy. Uh so the idea of him trying to be on the podcast and talking. But surprising himself and maybe being good at it would, would be would be just a fun thing to do, a fun little beat to play. Um, but this upcoming one, uh, there are no dogs barking, if you catch my drift. Ooh. 
wink, wink. But that's not. But that's not yeah. to say there aren't other things that no, you can call yeah. kissing. All right. <laughs> See, I dangled it. It's the dangles there. We Got were here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so yeah. You're out of Barrington, though. You're not in the Harrington. Town. Harrington. Harrington. Good. Thank you. Yes. That English script made me uh, think it was. Yes. Yes. The Harrington Chronicle. Yes, we are out. We are on, uh, so at the beginning, so we're introducing a new character um, who comes on in the show and he starts, he's Miles' nephew. Uh, and his whole, uh, his whole thing is, you know, he's the young Gen Xer who's gonna come in and, you know, digitize the place and help us out a bit. And, uh, but so he needs to So he's Alex's take... cousin. Is That's that... right, that's okay. right, Alex's cousin. Uh, no, but it's through, it's, I forget how it works through like distance. It's, it's like a it. distant thing through Wanda. It's okay. actually through Dave's, uh, Chuck's family tree. Okay. Actually, it's not Miles, it's Chuck's family tree. Okay, Sorry. okay that was a long okay. way around. I forgot. It's Chuck's <laughs> sister's, Wanda's stepsister's cousin. Got it's it. always over there. <laughs> Woo, thanks for clearing that up for us, Ben. Wow. Yeah, now everybody knows. It makes a lot of yeah. sense. Um, I hear... <laughs> Anyway, so he is going to go on a motivational retreat over the weekend. And Allie's character is a little bit suspicious because she's heard some things about this guy. And she's like, I'm just going to go check it out. And, uh, and I'll just tell them, you know, who I am and that I just that I'm and that I'm interested in wanting to do a podcast on the motivational retreat. And then I get suspicious and I go as well. And then we're out there and then bad things happen and we've got to try to figure out what happened while we're out there and we're suspects in it so we become suspects within it as well and Ooh. there's a lot going on and uh and we're all undercover and there's some cloak and dagger fun stuff going on and uh hijinks ensue uh, but it was you know we had a, it was it was great we're out there driving atvs and getting muddy and climbing cliffs and you know there's gunshots and it, it was it was really fun we got dirty it was raining a lot um we really went out there and uh and had a lot of fun doing it well, and it i great. love that you're working with lachlan monroe i just i really like him as a character so lachlan and i have known each other for years too so i was really? very excited yeah yeah I'll, I'll post some fun photos as we get closer the funny thing oh, is oh yeah so, so he's got there's two movies coming out this month and he's in both of them i know two mysteries he's in he's in a crossword mysteries and he's in yours so he's in two so, so and this is how that works so do you guys know peter benson yeah okay so so he's one of my best friends so peter and then and then the character who plays chuck dave dave collette is also right. one of one of so the three of us are you know thick as thieves Aww. and uh and and peter um writes and directs a lot as well and he's been directing a lot of hallmark lately and he right. directed that crossword mysteries the one that's word. coming up so he's like hey man did you guys get lachlan so we're all friends with lachlan you got lachlan on your movie he said yeah he goes what are your what are his dates i'm like what do you mean what are his dates because i'm trying to get him on on mine it's a small and I, we don't i'd only need him for a day and i'm like well i don't know you know reach out so turn on this whole thing and he's like benson's trying to get me on his movie too so it was this whole, and Ali comes to me, what do you think of this Lachlan Monroe? I'm like, he's perfect. He's the perfect person for this. Yeah. So, you know, and I, it just all worked out. His friends, you know, love him. And now he's in every movie uh, in 2021 for Hallmark. 
that is what friends are for, I guess. That's that right. Just well, he was in he was in season three of When Calls the Heart, and all the all the Hardys loved him. He he played this big producer of moving pictures. It, it, That's it, it great. Was, he he was he was flawless. It was perfect. awesome. Nah, so, he's yeah. he's got the best stories. Oh man, his stories are the best. Oh, I bet. Man, he yeah, uh, the best. Anyway. He was on Mystery 101. That's where I last seen him on one of those, um, you know, because the murder buff over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mystery 101, yeah. Lachlan, what's yeah. that? Crooked cop, but he ended up not being a crooked cop. Right, uh, right. Yeah, he's so no. good. He just looks guilty. He can't help it. He's just got a guilty face. <laughs> You're like, oh, wild, wild that and guy. guilty. <laughs> yeah, it's just his whole like, demeanor. He's got guilty yeah. demeanor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something about him. Yeah. All right. So this is going back in time a little bit, but I was really, really curious when I was watching all, I was watching all of the Chronicle Mysteries to prepare for this. And in the first one in Recovered, the swinging stunt, when Alex almost falls off of that bridge that breaks. So and good. You, and, and Drew catches her. I know it's camera angles, camera angles, camera angles, but we're, what give give us kind of a, a behind the scenes kind of look at that at that stunt what what did that entail what i love about these movies is there tends to be one awesome stunt in every movie it tends to be like uh -huh. the cool the cool big stunt you know yeah yeah and yeah. and and that one was like was the first one and i remember we're at the at the i remember reading it in the script thinking okay how does this work and we're gonna be on a cliff She's hanging over a cliff and, I'm, and I pull her up like, anyway, yeah. okay, we'll figure out. This is obviously going to change. And instead she's going to trip and I'm just going to grab her right before it and pull it like something like that is what I thought. And then we get to this beautiful waterfall, gorgeous waterfall. They're like, so we're going to play it here where she goes to lean on the ledge and the ledge will just give way and she will fall and you'll catch her and she'll be hanging here over the waterfall. And I'm like, that's even crazier than the cliff. How are we going to pull that off? <laughs> okay. And movie magic and wires, you know, like yeah. we just, we, we set that same um, bridge section in a parking lot, yeah. you know, where once the, once the railing kind of fell free, we could just shoot from below and I'm reaching down and she's really, you know, foot off the ground and I'm just kind of grabbing and, yeah. and then we get angles, but she actually had a wire. She was, you know, so that's for my close-up to kind of come from this angle. Uh -huh. But from the wide, she's actually hanging over on a wire that comes up, went up my arm. So I'm holding on to her. The wire comes. So she's wearing a full harness up her back, comes uh -huh. up right here. They have to digitize that part out. I'm right. holding on to her. The wire comes up me, Ow. up my back, and then, and then I'm onto a tree kind of thing. And then a bunch right. of people holding that and I'm on the path and I'm kind of holding her and swinging her and, and she's like just swing me over and I'm like that doesn't make any sense and I'm trying to like pull her and it, it was so fun to shoot that you know like and again if I recall that was one of the first few days of filming so oh man you know kind of just getting to know the world of murders and mysteries and uh and, and this channel that's right and yeah it was it was awesome that was a fun that was a fun stunt yeah. I've yeah. been I've been harnessed before to to create a flying stunt. It, okay, so you yeah, it's, it's 
it's uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not comfortable. And I got to tell you, man, Allie will do anything. She is so wow. keen to just jump in and do it. And like, good for she her. Just, yeah, she's she never complains about a thing and, and just gives it one hundred and ten percent all the time in in all categories. Like you know, she's she's very involved as a writer and a producer and an actor on these, mm -hmm. and she's wearing all the hats. It's not. She's not just giving the producer credit and not really doing much. Yeah. She's she's very busy. Yeah. Uh, so our last our last segment is just kind of a fun little rapid fire. Only this time it's going to be about you instead of your co-stars. Okay. So, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, espresso. Favorite color? Red. <laughs> What music are you into right now? Um, I'm into, I listen to a lot of hip hop while I'm working out. Okay. 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 All but right. I've gone back to a lot of music I used to listen to a long time ago. And I've been <laughs> listening to a lot of Pink Floyd lately. Oh, okay. I'm turning into my dad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It must be a bad thing. So uh, when you and Aaron go out for food, when you have a date night, what's your go-to date night food? Oh, we like Mexican. Ah, okay. Yeah. And before the pandemic, when you would actually be able to go out, what yeah, was your go-to? What was your go-to date night activity? Um, there, we like to host a lot of dinners. I got to say, that's the one oh. thing I miss the most. I miss having people over at our house and doing dinners. Yeah. Love to cook cook all the time and almost prefer cooking more than going out. So when we do go out, it is quite special. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, beforehand, you know, we really enjoyed, you know, enjoyed, it sounds like it's never going to happen again, museums <laughs> and movies and just going out for walks and, mm -hmm. you know, travel is what we really miss. I miss travel more than anything. Yeah. Dogs or cats? Dogs. And I, and I do that only because I do love cats. Every, my, my girls want cat, a cat so bad. You know, we have looked, there are some hypoallergenic cats out there, but um, I am a, I'm a dog guy more so. All right. Beaches or mountains? Beaches. But I love mountains too. I'm from, I'm from BC. I'm, I'm, I'm from the mountains. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, formal wear or sweats? Lately? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Man, it's been so good. Waist down, I'm all sweatpants over here, guy, right now. I mean, really, this is too, uh, you know, loving it. I can't, but I kind of miss formal wear. You know, the odd time for an audition, I'll have to put on a suit, and I'm like, oh, this kind of this feels good. However, it's been a while since I put one on, and I'm like, How, I can't. Have you heard of those bugs that they'll go in to your closet, and they go and they affect your clothes to make them smaller, so when you put them on, they don't fit as well. That happens. Yeah, it happens when you don't try your clothes on for a long time and then you try them on and they're tighter. It's, it it's after, these... after quarantine, after a pandemic, yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that happened to some of my clothes, my formal wear. It's not you, uh, it's not you. It's not oh, God. No, yeah. of course not. Yeah. Well, you put on a very nice suit for your acceptance speech for the Hallmarkies Podcast Awards, so. Come yeah. on, that was fun, wasn't it? We had so much fun making that. Oh my gosh. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. There was not a single person who did not like it. So no, you, we had, you we guys were the fun. bomb. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much for, you know, we, we were very honored to, to get that award and yeah. uh, you know, it meant a lot to us.
Well, it's fun to give it to you guys. So yes, it, it was our great pleasure. Yeah, right on. So, um, let's see. Favorite holiday. Uh, favorite holiday birthdays. Birthday. Okay. Can we say that's a holiday? Can we say sure. that's a holiday? That's sure. not. You know what? I'm going to say Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday. I love Christmas. <laughs> yes. Right? yes. Well, let's wrap this up then with your favorite Hallmark movie. Um, it can be one of your own, but it doesn't have to be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see. I'm trying to think if I which ones I've watched. It's hard to watch my own and love my own. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I give it to an actor who really loves one of their own movies. Uh, I have a hard time watching it, you know, and yeah. be like, oh, I just nailed every single beat and I just really enjoy watching <laughs> me with other people. It's just a <laughs> great feeling. Do anybody else want to watch another me show? Who's in for a me show? Um, you know, what was the one? Is it, was it called, what was uh, Campbell's movie this year? Um, wedding every weekend wedding every weekend no or the one the one starlight. he wrote oh the starlight oh, christmas starlight, starlight christmas. christmas yeah mm -hmm. i got him to send me that and i watched that and i loved it and i thought that was a really good movie and i was impressed with him you know they wrote that and yeah. they got great chemistry um i like the look of it so that that was that that's 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 my favorite one awesome great awesome yeah. All right. Well, what uh, do you have any social media that you would like to share so people can follow you? And I assume you will be live tweeting. I will be live tweeting. Yes. So I'm on I'm on I'm on Twitter. Benjamin Ayers. Um, I'm on TikTok. I'm kidding. I'm not. I don't get TikTok. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't know I what it like is. You are. But yeah. I was joking the other day. Like it's <laughs> like this. From what I understand. <laughs> Now you have and that's to. it. I'm only at TikTok. Are you guys going to be live TikToking? I'll be there doing the arm dance that people do on it. I don't know what it is, now but you all you do is half dance. Yeah. yeah. See, you do it. It looks like, mm, 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 mm. that's TikTok. Mm, mm, mm. 10,000 likes. Uh, I'll be doing, uh, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram and uh, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter, Benjamin Ayers. Wonderful. And Carrie, where can people find you? <laughs> Yeah, come on over to Instagram and find me at Hallmark Comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. Awesome. And, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl. You can find me on Facebook with the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. My blog is hookedhardy.com. You can also find me on Deliver Me a Podcast and Hardy's Hotline. And you can follow the podcast everywhere on social media with Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies Podcast. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, which you can see Ben make us crack up, <laughs> <laughs> you, that'll be fun. Give us a thumbs up. We really appreciate it. Remember, we have our Patreon group and our merch store, which supports us and supports the podcast. And we always appreciate that. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.